Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith of Kentucky and you're tuned into another episode of So There's That, the podcast. We're on episode 13. Um, and I just want to give y'all some, a fair warning, I guess, that this episode might be featuring TJ, TJ, aka my daughter, who is laid up under me right now. Um, she's sniffly, congestion, nasty daycare germs and all that stuff. She's right up under me. And instead of like, you know, saying, oh, I'm just not going to record. It's been a long week because it's been a long fucking week. Um, (laughs) I am going to record. I'm not even recording with my new microphone. I'm recording old school with my ear pods and um, just me and my phone because I got to get this episode out because I actually got a lot to talk about this week so much shade to throw this week and I didn't want to skip a week I wanted to make sure so just for my audience I just want to let y'all know that y'all should at least expect an episode from me every Thursday or Friday I wish that I could be one of these niggas that could give y'all a clear-cut answer on when y'all gonna get an episode from me but until I get my life right like I really want to (laughs) Thursday or Friday, shit, y'all ain't got shit to do, Thursday, we wind it down, and then Friday, are y'all still going out at 11 o'clock to go party, not me, not my old ass, not at the age of 30, Mm-mm, I'm tired, like, I'm in for the night, wrap yourself up with a nice warm blanket and listen to my podcast, nigga, I got shit to say, so anyways, I'm here, I hope you guys had a a good week. I had a long week, like, I feel like everybody tested me this week, and even then, shout out to, uh, that nigga I'm really about to say shout out shout out to George H.W. Bush (laughs) cause I mean he know we ain't fuck with him like that but I you know I don't I don't I ain't wishing death I ain't you know celebrating death but he know we ain't fuck with him like that but at the same time like thank you (laughs) for letting me have this day off I had Wednesday off and even then, like my my kids' school and daycare was closed down too, so it was was it a really a break? Yeah, sure, but I, you know we chilled at home. I I got to go get me a pedicure, some stuff that used to be like a monthly by by payday by weekly thing um, that is happening every two week two months or something now with the addition of another child. I have three kids now, so I'm going to get my nails done. Like every two months and shit's stressful. But my husband's like, Yo, get out of here and go get your stuff taken care of. Do what you got to do. Sometimes he works weekends. I'm not able to, you know, go do me on the weekends like I really want to, you know, my little me time. So I was able to do that, take advantage of that this Wednesday. But for it to be a, a week where I actually got like a break within, it felt so long. Like it just seemed like stuff was going like 90 miles an hour at work, like it was crazy. People going through shit. I was like, what's going on? Maturing, acting crazy. Um, it's just, it was a long week. And then today, it's just, today was like, <laughs> I have, hmm, I be trying to figure out, do I really want to go there with my work situation <laughs> on this podcast? Well, shit, I'm going to say it. Well, sometimes I think they be lying about if they can let us go home early or not. Lord knows I shouldn't be bitching about it. I ain't going to bitch about it. But it's just like, don't front me. Like, if we if we ain't got nothing to do, then just just say we ain't got nothing to do, but we still got to be here. But don't be like, oh, there's stuff we could do. 
stop playing with me. Like, <laughs> just just let me just say, hey, we're going to be here. It's, it's, this is a military thing, guys. Just bear with me if you're on the other side. Because y'all civilians, y'all clock in, clock out. Y'all know when y'all going to leave. Yeah, y'all's paycheck check is dependent upon when y'all leave. On the military side, it's like we still going to get paid what we get paid whether, regardless or not. And we work all week long to include weekends with sometimes. So that is my small, like, first world rant <laughs> because I am extremely blessed in, in my military career. The times that I get to come in, the things that I get to participate in, the times that I get to, like, leave work to go get my kids when they're sick. I'm absolutely blessed when it comes to those things. So it was just a slight rant, but it was just leading up to Friday. I was like, man, I can't wait to get the fuck off work today. Like, I'm so tired. I need to go clean up. Like my house has been bothering me for the longest. I was like, there's just little things that I was like, I got to get my hands on it. And I can't do it with my kids around because what's the point? <laughs> what's, what is the point of cleaning? with your three kids in the house that it's just like it's mm, it don't make no sense so I like at least like to get it super clean and then you know release them into the wild and then I'll get to it another time so that's how I've been living my life but anyways I just had to give y'all a little mind, uh, mini breakdown, but I hope that y'all was successful in obtaining all y'all goals for the week, checking off y'all little to-do list and getting the things done that y'all needed to get done as well as like, y'all know I say this shit every fucking week, but I really do hope that y'all's refreshing, rebooting and, and, and stimulating yourselves in a way that's outside of like the, the, the negative and, you know, just making sure you're taking care of your self Self-care is important, especially, like I said previously, in this season, um, the holiday season, as well as looking to your left and your right again. And I think I feel like I want to continue this conversation so long as I have this podcast to make sure that you're just looking out for the people that are around you. There was an, um, a video on BuzzFeed, I think it was like two years ago, that came out around this time, um holiday season where they were showing like the day-to-day events of this individual going to work on the elevator and there was the same person saying hello and cheerful and all that stuff and the whole time the the main character and they looked so sad and down and upset every single day of his life and he was running into this individual that was always just cheerful and nice and after a while you uh, paid attention. You thought something was going to happen to the main character in the video, but it turned out the cheerful guy in the background was the guy that ended up um, committing suicide at the end of the video. One of his coworkers, the main character's coworkers, came up to him and let him know that one, uh, the one guy that said hello to him and was nice to him all the time had committed suicide. And if he wanted to, you know, go to a meeting where they was going to talk about it, then he could. And that just touched me in a way that, you know, I've, I had a conversation with some of my girlfriends and um, we're all in the military and some of them are in, some of them are out. And I was just talking about, I was like, do you think, do you guys think that um, we would be like so close to suicide? I feel like I've, um, I've known six people so far in my life that have committed suicide. And sometimes I wonder if my ties to the military have anything to do with that. Um, because of the stress load and some of the things in deployment and trauma that uh, sometimes we can come face on with. And um, 
turns out it's just it's just a thing and it's something that we have to be aware of and open our eyes to and make sure that we're you know actually paying attention to people around us and when we're offering help and assistance that we're actually able to be available to those people or at least get them in to the right hands and people that can take care of them and get them the assistance that they need but anyways outside of that rant I just wanted to make sure you know we're looking after each other this holiday season, whatever you're celebrating at the end of December, girl. If it's Hanukkah, if it's Kwanzaa, if it's Christmas, if you're um, if you're not celebrating shit, um, let's just make sure, you know, we're looking after each other. That's all I got to say. Y'all, so much shit. <laughs> I feel like so much stuff has happened um, just this week as far as... Um, celebrity news is concerned y'all know the first thing that I want to talk about girl (laughs) I want to talk about Cardi B girl oh my god so proud of you and I told my view uh, my listeners I feel like I feel like in my little comeback episode episode 10 where we was talking about uh (laughs) Chung Lee the street fighter I feel like I called this a little bit I was trying to go back and listen to it, but I talked for a whole full hour and I was like, I'm not listening to myself for another hour just to try to peep where I called it. But I'm pretty sure I did in regards to offset. So um, early Wednesday morning when I was off from work, thank you, girl, for, you know, you knew if I was at work, I wasn't going to have no signal in order to figure that out. I was going to have to wait till after work when everybody else already peeped tea. So thank you, Cardi B, for at least, you know, expression, expressing and doing your little Instagram release and, and letting all the people know what's going on with you. Um, so she woke up that morning, obviously naked. <laughs> the video, Cardi B is so funny to me. And um, she let the people know that she was done with Offset. <laughs> she was off that. Okay. I was like, yes, I'm here for it. Now, a lot of people think that it may be a hoax or some kind of joke or something that's going on. And I'm like, why? I don't understand why we think that it's fake. I think it's absolutely real. I hope it's real anyways. Maybe that's just the hope in me saying that, girl, I hope you elevate to new levels in 2019. Okay. I don't want you dealing with Offset no more. That is low-key, no shade, okay? Michelle, who I've been watching that trash-ass rap. Some people think it's cute. I don't think. Mm, we'll talk about that in a second. But Offset is totally Michelle. Like, <laughs> Takeoff has the really great lyrics. Have you ever listened to Takeoff? I have. Takeoff has the good lyricism. Offset is definitely Michelle. He gives you good moments for the most part, but he's not... He's not a great contributor to the Migos. <laughs> now, Quavo's obviously Beyonce, but uh, we're not going to do that today. We're not going to compare nobody to Beyonce. I, I take that back. I apologize, actually. Um, don't dig up this podcast when I become somebody and then have the beehive after my ass because I'm actually a part of this motherfucker. You ain't going to do that with me. So <laughs> anyways, get back to it. Cardi B, um, very calmly, might I I add, and this is probably why a lot of people think it's not real, is it's very calmly expressed that, you know, she's been trying to work it out with Offset for a minute, and unfortunately, they couldn't come to terms on what, what their goals were in their relationship, and they plan on separating and eventually divorcing, <laughs> and uh, that was that, and it, it seemed very amicable. Amicable? Am I saying that right? Hopefully. 
it seemed like they agreed on terms. All right. Let me not uh, use these big thesaurus words and fucking them up for y'all to throw them in my face. Like we flew out. <laughs> we ain't going to be flewed out. Ain't no minds over here. But I tried. I did my best. I was really trying to give y'all a thesaurus word. But it looks like, you know, they was on good terms until Offset came in the comments and put the blame on all of us niggas. Like we had anything to do with their relationship. Offset came through on the video and said, y'all won. And I'm still trying to find out where my prize at though. Like, what did I get? What did I do? Um, what did I contribute? Like, what did I do? <laughs> Offset is one. What that, 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 mm-hmm. Cardi B. Good job, girl. I mean, you made it out alive. You left with a child who she also like unveiled to us. You've given us so many blessings this week, Cardi B. I'm really so proud of you that you've, you're taking the right steps to me. Now, who am I to like plan out Cardi B's life? Um, I'm nobody. I'm, I'm just regular nigga from Louisville, Kentucky. But at the same time, I just, I just looked at her. She's twenty. Well, she just turned 26 and she just has so much potential and growth within her and I just felt like offset one gonna do nothing but keep her in some shit because she's not mature yet to deal with that and and then being in the spotlight TJ about to make her appearance man <laughs> I told y'all I told you but we gonna talk so I just felt like and I said that I don't think that Cardi B is mature enough. And I just want to make it clear. I don't think you, you're you a mature person because you can deal with somebody who is cheating on you. I don't think that uh, is mature at all, really. But if you're going to be with, she's already proclaimed in the past that, you know, don't act like, I think there was a quote or something she said, don't act like you've ever uh, not been with somebody and knew that they was cheating on you, but you didn't want to start over. Something to that effect. And but she's not mature enough to handle that type of relationship. She's not um, she's not there to open uh, for an open relationship type deal with nobody. Um, (laughs) I just don't see Cardi B uh, letting that happen. And as much as she was trying to be okay with it, she's not okay with it. And it's only so much shit you can take before you lose your mind and eventually lose all your opportunities. And I think one day Cardi just fucking sat down and thought about all the things that have been put at risk over this nigga. And, um, she said that it's not worth it, that a beautiful child came out of the union. Um, some good, uh, times, um, cause they really looked like they had fun with each other. I don't, I won't take that from the mess as far as, you know, this marriage shit. <laughs> I just don't think I don't see Offset being ready for that. And I don't see Cardi B being ready for that. Um, I want to shout out to my girl, Gloria, who is who I not that I hired because ain't nobody get paid over here. But she is my co-contributor to just giving me information for the podcast as far as pop culture news is concerned. And she gave me a timeline of Cardi B and Offset's relationship. Bitch, you got so detailed. I'm so proud of you, girl. That's my girl. But anyways, I'm going to give you a short breakdown. They met around January 2017 um, when they first collaborated on Cardi B's song for her mixtape, Gangsta Bitch Volume 2, 
on Lick. Um, let's see, let's see. February 14th on Valentine's Day, she um, posted about her date. And again, this is in 2017. Um, her date would offset. So people were starting to rumble that they were together. September 20, which we didn't find out until this year. They had got married last year. Um, they uh, October 27th. That's weird. So he must have he they must have did a fake proposal on that stage. Hmm. Y'all remember when he proposed to her <laughs> and she got that big ass rock. Well, apparently they must have got married before then, according to these dates that I have here. Um, well, throughout this time. There had been many allegations. There was a uh, there was a sex tape that came out that allegedly had Offset in it. He had got with these models. There were um, with the uh, let me look at it. Jade and Batty G. I'm sorry, I was looking for their names. Offered to do a threesome with them. <laughs> that didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just been a lot of stuff going on in the background. And, uh, my apologies, y'all. I told y'all TJ was going to show up. She was going to show up. There's been a lot of stuff going on and she just wasn't ready to handle all that. She just couldn't handle it. And it's so good for you, Cardi B. At the end of the day, that's all I'm saying is I'm glad that you finally took the steps. Now, whether or not. You take a little time and then y'all decide to get back together. Then that's good. I'm not judging. I guarantee you she might end up back with him. But as of right now, I'm totally, I, I'm like, I'm just happy for her. Cause I just feel like it's a step in the right direction. So congratulations to Cardi B for, <laughs> I feel bad for congratulating her for that because essentially it's a family that's kind of broken up, but eh, whatever. But congratulations to Cardi B again, because she's got five nominations for the Grammys. I don't have much information on that yet. So I'll probably dive into that the next episode. But I just now got it. It's pretty much a hot topic. It's new out here on the streets. And I'm uh, excited to see that. Because guess what? <laughs> Nicki Minaj ain't getting <laughs> And my friend. She ain't right. <laughs> she gonna tell me that. And uh And I say, you know what? I, I feel like I shade Nicki Minaj every fucking episode. And she said, quote, it's what she deserves. <laughs> because it is. Nicki Minaj did so much wrong shit, allegedly, to people that it's just, it. yeah. It seems like these are the things that you deserve in life. Our apologies, but not really. We're not taking no take backs. You, you, you. The karma is just doing the things right now that it needs to do for you. Like her ass is about to blow up, but her album isn't. And that's sad. I feel bad for her. We don't pray for Nikki in the new year. Because Cardi B is walking out with at least one of them fucking Grammys. It's going to hurt her soul. Woo, it's going to hurt her soul. But uh, we, we continue to power forward in, in life, Nikki. So maybe next album you release you won't have to rely on nobody's beef in order to promote it and then the barbs might actually you know buy your album buy your you know tour tickets and support you instead of 
in the comments on Instagram and then Shade Room and all those things that they like to do. They do everything but stream your shit and it's their fault, not ours, because we already told you we don't fuck with you. So, but we'll move on from that. I felt like, yeah, I feel like every episode I do, but why not? <laughs> why not? Um, the next thing I want to talk about, um, some of you guys may be privy to this, but if you're not, oh, well, I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you a little background. So there is a YouTuber by the name of Hot Damn I Rock. Back in the day, like 2011, I'd say. I used to be hot in these streets on YouTube. I used to make videos and I also used to just, I used to be subscribed heavily to different people. Jerry Levine, Hot Damn I Rock, Miss P, Scorpion Show, Miss Gia. Oh my God, my bae. And, you know, I just listened to everybody and looked at everybody's videos and um, Kane or Hot Damn I Rock used to do a lot of comedic videos. He actually used to uh, produce a lot of great content as far as storylines are concerned and everything. Well, I watched a video, uh, one popped up just a random. I hadn't seen one in a while, nor had I been following my subscription subscription list in a long time. I kind of go on YouTube now and I <laughs> mostly use YouTube in order to find wigs. <laughs> like I'm not really watching reviews or anything like that anymore. Like I once did. But uh, I got on there and I saw that there was a new uh, show or um, a a new video from, I don't know why I'm losing my brain, a new video from Kane. And I saw it and I looked at him. And if you know anything about him, y'all can look at his his content. I'm pretty sure if you are have looked at any kind of YouTube videos at some point, you've seen one of his. Um, They're very funny. Um, known for like the bottom bitch theory and what other, some other stuff that he had. I, I just, I mainly like he had a, um, super Mario brother, like skit. It, it was really, really good. And then he had a Santa Claus skit and it was really good too. Well, he has gone through a lot of shit over the last five years or so. One of his friends passed, he got very, very sick. Um, and was losing like skin shedding and all sorts of stuff that he had described. But the, the one thing um, that got him through it was his friend who ended up passing and then his dog passed and that had been with him forever. And you know, animal lovers that connect with their dogs, that could be a huge loss. Um, And I'm thinking at some point that he took up dancing and he had videos on there of him dancing, which was, uh, I mean, it was just weird from following him from this long. And the last video that just popped up, he had like a beard. He was very scruffy. He looked tired. He was talking with this real get out. I've been uh, flashed face ass looking <laughs> this voice that was just weird and eerie and creepy. And he was telling about um, there had to have been a video posted prior that said that he was getting rid of all of his old memorabilia. He was unashamed. He was ashamed of it, but he wanted to give it to his fans as an offering, you know, because, um, he didn't want to get rid of it, but he asked of them apparently not to wear the merchandise or anything like that. Um, he released these, the, the sales last year, like September time, time frame as you were, 
he released it like December time frame. I looked at somebody's video. They didn't get their shit until September of this year. Now, uh, he went on a rant, a very calm, like I said, creepy and scary as fuck rant, uh, talking about people's impatience, um, people not appreciating his hard work into providing the uh, merchandise to him because what he did is he like practiced his signature like five, fifty, hundred thousand times. Um, he hand burnt all these different pieces of paper to make it real look real old and authentic. He did all these things by hand by himself, right? And I'm guessing that he provided updates along the way. But at the same time, it's just like niggas be wanting they shit. Like, you got to understand human nature. Like, I ordered something in December last year. I kind of want it at least six weeks later. You know, at the very least six, six weeks later. Not a whole ass almost year later. And that's even regardless of, yes, you doing the work, handmade, everything. Because you got to let me know that in advance before... I got the credit card number. Now, again, like, I don't know if he even did it like that. Um, but either way, <laughs> I felt bad for dude. Um, he has lost his mind. And I say all that to say, are you taking care of yourself? Are you doing like shit that someone doesn't even appreciate? And you're going through all these different motions and stressors to do something that somebody doesn't even fucking appreciate that they're going to complain about. Do you, you have to take time to ask yourself if what you're doing, if it matters to somebody else, especially if you're, you're, if your service is for someone else. Um, and you have to be almost expected of them not giving a shit. Um, I just feel so bad for dude. Like he, he obviously did all that shit. Um, thinking that his fans were going to honor uh, the process and they didn't. And he just, I just take a look at the video. I'm pretty sure. What is the, what's the daggone video called? I don't have it up, but it scared the shit out of me. Um, if any of you guys have watched any of Kane Carter, AKA hot damn, I rocks videos, and if you, any of you niggas know this nigga, like, check in on him for real. Like, dog is somewhere else. And he's stressed out. He's over it. He don't no longer give a fuck. Uh, and uh, he don't care about money. He, he looks, like, visually, he looks sad. Visually, he looks very tired. Um, he, he is a lesson to me. To uh, make sure you're not stretching yourself too thin uh, in efforts for, for for niggas who don't give a shit for you. Like, that is that is my lesson, if I could give one out of that. I was just wondering if anybody had watched him before. Um, next thing I want to talk about is Kevin Hart, who... <laughs> Kevin Hart was invited to host the Oscars for 2019, it was probably one of his probably will be one of his biggest or major hosting gigs, which I think that he would have been fucking horrible at anyways. If I'm being completely honest with y'all, there was a 
the BET Awards this past year. Now, I know it's two different levels of funny and different audiences that you have to cater to. But I th- I still, I am sticking to it right now. But I think that um, <laughs> that Kevin Hart would have been a shitty host for the Oscars, even the Oscars. I just feel like some some people can hold it down in that aspect as far as their comedic timing is concerned. And some people can't. Like, I just feel like Chris Rock is one of those people who can do that. I feel like if Kevin Hart is cued in too soon or too early, uh, he won't know how to hold that floor until they figure out his prompter situation. I just feel like that's how I feel. And I'm not trying to be no hater because Kevin Hart thinks that everybody hates on this nigga. But um, I just absolutely think he would not do that great. <laughs> At a hosting gig, sue me, nigga. Like, whatever. But anyways, he got the offer to do the hosting gig for the Oscars. And uh, that that was like last night. We found out. Everybody found out. Some people was applauding him. Uh, I woke up this morning and this nigga, he bowed out. And apparently it was because some people dug up old, um, I'm putting bunny ears on it, homophobic <laughs> tweets from him. And uh, a lot of them, if you watched um, any of his stand-up, he has a joke in there where he said, don't do that, that's gay. <laughs> and I'm beating myself. I'm going to say it right now because if I become somebody, y'all ain't going to get me. Y'all ain't going to pull none of my old statuses, my old tweets. Y'all ain't going to do none of that. Y'all ain't going to get me. I am guilty of saying that's gay in a negative connotation. And I have beaten myself up for that. And I have uh, fixed myself in that. So I understand where that joke came from. Um, And I understand where I was wrong. It was just something growing up in fucking middle school. when You say, oh, that's gay. That's stupid. And you combine those two and they have nothing to do with each other at all. And, uh, like if I ever offended anybody, I guess I, I, you know, I apologize. I just, I just feel like a lot of this shit has to do with people growing up and being immature and not knowing that fucking words mean things and that they can offend people. Like I got into it with one of my friends that said, Oh, we just need to fucking get over it and stop being offended. So offended at people. Well, yeah. Okay. If you just fucking live in that life where you just not offended at nothing and, and everything just brisk past you and in your life, everything's just la dee with you, then good for fucking you. Shit offends people from time to time. You're not just going to say anything to me and feel like, uh, I should just get over it or it's not that big of a deal. Cause when you give people that, they feel like they can say any fucking thing to you. So I kind of, I disagreed with him and kind of had it out, but whatever, in the case of Kevin Hart, though, I just feel like that was a stand-up thing. He's a comedian. And then I even posed the question of, just think about, just think about in the early 90s where Chris Rock and Damon Wayans and Keenan Ivy Reigns and all of our greats from the 90s, if they had social media, shit, if they didn't have social media, just look at the the content that they provided to us in the 90s. Everything was not PC at all. It was bad. The uh, Living Color had a fucking handicapped man, like a handicapped man, like a man that was mentally retarded, that was a superhero. <laughs> and it was supposed to be funny. Um, freaking Chris Rock has said some crazy shit. He's played a crackhead. He's, you know, it's just, 
we have to get to a point where we have to recognize certain things is comedy. Certain things are comedy. Certain jokes about race are comedy. Um, it's just for real. Like I just, I'm, I would just remember going back to Comic View and old SNL and old Mad TV and Living Color, and just realizing how much of a shit show a lot of that would have been in today's culture. Everything is so sensitized right now, and and I I understand it to a certain extent. We all, I feel like we know when things have gone overboard. I feel like we can laugh at certain things too. Um, but I, I th- definitely think everything should not be, especially when it comes to these comedians, that everything can't be taken so fucking to heart. Now, some people may disagree on me, uh, with me about my point of view as far as that's concerned, but I just feel like growing up in the nineties and we wouldn't have some of the great like stand up uh, that we have, or some of the great moments from comic view that we have, like there's certain stand up um, that I will never forget because it's so funny. But I think about if it was released today, would it be as funny? Would people even, would they even be as successful as they were? Probably not because we just, a lot of people ain't trying to hear that shit now. Like, because everybody's mad and gets offended. So either way, Kevin Hart actually bowed out. He wasn't fired or anything like that. He initially refused to apologize. I guess he had apologized about it before. And you know how somebody, I don't like the way you did that the first time. Do it again. And the nigga said, nah, I ain't doing that shit. You have no, usually I don't even mess with Kevin Hart like that. But I, I kind of get it. I kind of understand the viewpoint and where he was coming from. Because look, if I say sorry the first time, I ain't going to fucking, you want me to say it in Spanish? You want me to say lo siento the next time? Nigga, like, I'm not doing all that. You're going to take this. It's just the same thing with like Portia last year when they was trying to say, well, Portia, and I'm talking about Real Housewives up in Atlanta. Portia, I just don't feel like you were genuine. If you just said that you fucked up, then maybe everybody get it. The bitch just said, I'm sorry, like 8,000 times. How many fucking different ways, tones, the language, what kind of, what do you want <laughs> the person to say? How you want them to say it? Like, we don't owe you that. We owe you our sincere apology. That's what we owe you. We don't owe you shit else other than that. No, no repeats. Like, come on now. Like, we got to get on. Let's, let's go. So my end thing today, he does, he's not hosting the fucking Oscars anymore. Um, maybe he'll get another opportunity, um, soon. I don't know. Um, I just think it was dumb <laughs> that we made a big deal about that. I think that that was Kevin Hart, the comedian going hard at his friends on Twitter and being goofy asses. Um, were some of the words that he used appropriate? Fuck no. Uh, I, I just don't think that opportunity should be snatched so easily from stuff like that and I think that some of you motherfuckers is haters like why when y'all hear somebody has something good going on for them the first thing y'all want to do is find out how y'all can make that opportunity just slip away like there was somebody down deep inside that was like you know this nigga fucked up some point I'm gonna look at his twitter history (laughs) and found something and was able to make that shit pop and made this man not feel like he should host it because it was going to be a controversial type thing instead of focusing on the actual academy and the people that 
are supposed to win the awards. It sucks. It's stupid. Just think about like if we was doing that shit in the 90s. It's crazy. But either way, good luck to Kevin Hart in the future. And hopefully you get to get more gigs or whatever the fuck. Just I personally just hope you stop playing the same person in every fucking movie and that we can be cool. Um, and stop teaching Tiffany Haddish the same thing. Like Tiffany Haddish is the female version of you and I don't want her to be. Like I want to continue to love and like Tiffany Haddish. But I feel like y'all about to make her play the same crazy bitch in every movie too. But we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, the last thing that I wanted to talk about is, um, I guess there was some rumors. This is really light and it's going to be very short. Kylie Jenner, who I feel like weirdly enough, I'm starting to like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I never should have not liked her, but I hated the fact that she was dating a 25 year old at 16 and nobody did anything or nobody called anything to that. Like I should have been more mad at Chris and Tiger and all these other motherfuckers that let the shit happen instead of being mad at Kylie who was young. Um, but I feel like she knew what she was doing too. (laughs) But no, I'm starting to like her. I think it's because of Travis Scott. So there was some kind of rumor going on that Travis Scott was cheating on her. There was some photos. This big booty black girl and Travis Scott bent over kissing her or whatever. It turns out somebody played a joke. <laughs> and I feel like uh, on the next episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, you know what I'm saying? Stop playing with me, Chris. Chris, girl, come be my manager. Let's come on. Let's get this popping. Like, I'm trying to get this money. Like, y'all setting up storylines because y'all got to get like the 16th season of keeping up with the Kardashians. Don't nobody think that some random niggas, them, them photos got in the hands of TM, TMZ. Come on, stop playing me. Like, what are you doing? Like, okay. Like, I know Travis Scott and Kylie and Stormy are on tour right now, but I feel like y'all absolutely got time to dig up the shit. So when the tour is over, y'all got plenty of content and shit to deal with for the next season of keeping up with the Kardashians. Because this season is focused on... Chloe, I think, because Chloe just had True, and you know, we talk about her and Tristan and her dealing with the karma of getting with that nigga after he left his baby mama for her. So, we got to make sure the next season's popping um, with Travis Scott. I'm pray for you because I like you and I don't want you to get caught up in the Kardashian Jenner curse, but I feel like you already in there, you got the baby, so I don't feel like you're really going nowhere. But, um, I feel like it was a setup, okay? I feel like (laughs) Kylie was behind it. I feel like everything is so contrived with them that um, it's hard to feel bad when actual bad shit happens. Like, she got, like, kidnapped by the niggas last year in Paris. I was like, it's hard to figure out if the shit is uh, for a storyline or is this their real life? Is they really just bad luck like that? (laughs) Like, they just be running into issue after issue? Like, I don't know. But, you know... Good on you guys for not being in a, you know, having infidelities in your relationship. Um, And Travis for not cheating. And, you know, I think they're actually married, um, but they haven't outright said that they're married to each other, but they refer to each other as husband and wife. So I'm going to I'm going to lean towards them being married. So, yeah. okay, it's we're going to we're going to close out this episode. I want to shout out a few people. I want to shout out my friend, Jamitra. Jamitra has been giving me um, just, she's been really out here shining and doing her fucking thing. 
and uh, she's a um, real estate agent, and she's got all these other endeavors that she's doing. Now I've heard that she, as soon as like a few hours ago, that she's going to be writing a book here shortly, and I just feel like, girl, you just shining, and you just giving me so much inspiration as of late. Um, every morning she wakes up and she challenges people to the fucking just go out there and, uh, own their lives. Uh, that's all it is own their lives and profess to the world who the fuck they are. <laughs> Tell the world who you are every morning and say what you're going to be and manifest what the things that you want out of life. And, uh, she does that every morning and she's been doing that. I know it's something that she is practicing within herself. And so shout out to you because I know that everything that you are working towards, you're going to get it. And I'm be like, my friend's a millionaire, bitch. Like here goes this girl that's just we've I, I've seen her just grind and uh, I'm proud of her. And I just have to shout at her and her company, Carbon Solutions. Um, it's a land acquisition company. She tried to she trying to buy the block basically for all of us. And, uh, I, am just proud of her. Um, shout out to, uh, my friend Jessica, who just got her master's this year. Um, and she's killing it. I just got so many, I've said this before and I'm not lying. I, I have so many dope women that inspired me. My friend Gia, she could flip any fucking thing. <laughs> like she could literally flip anything and it's just so dope she just had that's her niche she could just she could sell uh water to the ocean bitch like I don't know like she's just really good at that um my friend Misha who is writing dissertations right now because she's about to be a fucking doctor like I have so many my friend Mildred who just fucking killed it at an Arabic exam Arabic exam. I said Arabic, bitch. Oh, Lord. That's why I need to be in the English. <laughs> but anyways, but she just killed it. She's doing great. Like I, I, my friends are unbelievable. Like I have my circle. Get you a circle. Get you a fucking circle, bro. Get you people that um, that motivate you and keep you up. I said this last episode, but I, I, I mentioned one person, but I have many people around me. I'm thankful. My mom, my sister, my friends, people who believe in me, people that share my shit, my cousin, Joanna, (laughs) my aunt, Amy, they share my shit. They want me to be successful. They want people to hear my things. They fully support me. Um, they're either doing it, um, directly or indirectly. And, and I appreciate each and every one of you. The women in my life are dope. All right. Um, I might cuss at y'all sometimes, but the women in my life are dope. And uh, I feel like that's a, a beautiful way to close the show. And I hope y'all keep pushing because y'all inspire me. As y'all push, I'm pushing because I see you doing you and I want to do me. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's a beautiful way to close out the show is, is, is get you a fucking circle. Get you a tribe. And uh, let them be an inspiration to you. And you be that for them as well. All right. So we're going to close out the show. So there's that, buddy. We're going to see y'all next week on the episode. Bye.